Welcome. You're listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I am one of your hosts, Max, along with your other host, Shreyas. And this podcast is brought to you by the Believe Network. Every topic, every team, everywhere. Hashtag, do you believe? Without further ado, let us talk sports. Amateur Hour! Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 108 of Amateur Hour. Uh, we are cheesed to be here. I'm having a good time. Shrey, are you having a good time? I'm having a great time. It's still summertime, but football, baby, is right around the corner. And gosh, golly, gosh darn it, it feels good. Thank goodness we have made it through the dredge of lack of sports content that was this summer. I feel like this summer was particularly bad. I don't know why. I just really felt it this year. I think it's one of those things where we had some great seasons last year, and then, oof, and then, yeah, it hit like a brick. It hit like a brick. Sports. Once the finals was done, I was like, oh, crap. I think it, I think it hit, has, as Celtics fans, it hit harder because of how it ended here. And then, like, there was no success. So it, no. we would have, you know what I mean? Like, if in the Northeast we had some success, we might have felt differently about the summer. But going into this year, we feel probably the same as we did last year. <laughs> That's why. Man, yeah. Well, it, it, Trey, it could be worse. Oh, it's definitely worse somewhere else. <laughs> oh, you got We're no We're not going to name it. names. We're not going to name names for uh, cities and states that have it worse. Uh, but <clears throat> we're just going to leave that out there. All right. <laughs> Without further ado, again, Trey. Give us those weekly highs. The weekly highs. All right, Max, I'm going to start with my sports high this week, and uh, that is as UMass alumni. Woo! We have to we have to give it up for the UMass football team because they won last. They won. They won against. Uh, they what? won a game. New Mexico State against New Mexico State. Let's and go. And it's uh, it's 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 a good time. I think you know they celebration. Too. Pop the, that was huge. Pop the champagne. Do whatever you want. We don't know how long it'll last, but it's a Woo! good start. Um, and yeah, just a great game. Forty-one to thirty versus the Aggies. Um, Don Brown wow. starting off hot. Max, the the stat that I was looking for, uh, that's it's just shocking. Was it's the first opening day win for you uh, for UMass since twenty eighteen. And the first win over a FBS appointment on opening day since 1984. Oh. <laughs> so they have not won an FBS game, their first opening day game. In since 1984? Oh, what are we going on, 40 years now? Almost. Yeah, almost 40 oh years. Oh my god wow yeah all right dude i saw it i was i was at work and i saw it in the bottom corner of like espn2 it was like umass at new mexico i was like oh dude hey i went there that's sweet yeah pretty great um don brown like really they got a lot of transfers this year um i just checked around 15 transfers and they went one and 11 last year max so you so we got the we got the one we, we got the one win out of the way one. Wow, wow. <laughs> oh man. All right. That's good. That's it's fine. We've set our expectations. We we we've hit our quota. We hit uh, our quota. Coaches will still get paid a couple million. 
call it a day. Wrap it up, guys. No, that's I honestly that's awesome. Yeah, I thought it was great. What about personal? Are you uh, feeling good this week? Yeah, feeling uh, feeling good this week. Uh, I was t- I was telling you off pod that I've been uh, I've been wearing the wrong shoes for a bit and caused some foot pain. Um, so I finally you know took a stand. I was like, normally I'd just be like, eh, it'll go uh, away. Yeah, you can't mess around with foot pain. Can't it- can't mess around with it. Um, I went and I just straight up had to get like new a couple new pairs of shoes. Like I had to like kind of just reload because. The worn out shoes, the ones that don't fit right, the ones that, you know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing is like, I, I, when I bought them, I told you that I was like, oh, they're cheap. They're good. It was Adidas. Like they were good, like, but they were cheap. They were like the lowest, probably Adidas model that you could get. And, and I'm normally not that like, you know me, I'm not that big about my footwear. I, I like all my no, other clothes. Simple stuff. man. I mean, I've seen you wear the same basketball shoes for like four years straight. I still have them. <laughs> oh I still have them. I still use them. Yeah. Um, and I'll just change the supports in and everything. You know, what I mean, the insoles and stuff. I'll just keep yeah. using them. Hey, but um, but when they start hurting, yeah, when they start hurting your feet, though, you can't. You can't no, you going. can't. You can't. Oh yeah. well, that's next. Well. Wait, so the one. good news is that I got I got new shoes. Now I'm now I'm on the road to I was recovery. It's gonna be a high, dude. <laughs> yeah, road to recovery. We're ah, my feet hurt. <laughs> All right, good road to recovery. All right, super. Well, I'm gonna bring things down, and I'm gonna bring us to the lows. <laughs> the lows. We're talking lows, not Home Depot. Mm. Personally. Uh, wow. I really can't. I'm like you last week. I, I really can't complain about too much, man. Um, mm-hmm. it's still hot out here. We've had a couple hot days. That'll be, that'll be my low. It like, you know, it just gets up there. One fifteens. You're just cooking. man. Okay. One fifteen is one ten manageable. One Oh five. Perfectly fine. I, at this point, one Oh five feels like pleasant. Like I can go outside and wash my car in one Oh five. One fifteen. Can't do it. Well, one fifteen. Are you stay, you're, you're staying in all day, right? Like, Oh, I'm in. I'm in 115. Yeah, I can't go outside. Yeah, my car desperately needs to be clean, and that, that that's my low. Yeah, I gotta wash. That <laughs> you got you got you got some bird poop and some some bugs and the I do. windshield the, the, wipers, the dirt splashes. Yeah, I gotta clean the window. <laughs> I gotta detail the inside. It just it needs the whole thing. Um, my sports low is uh Trey Lance, buddy. Oh, stinks stinks for those of you who have not been following the trey lance saga trey lance was drafted two years ago uh the mac jones draft as Treyas just reminded me um was set to be a franchise quarterback the next big thing headed straight up to san francisco gonna lead the 49ers to a new era gonna follow and 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 surpass jimmy g mm. he's gonna be their next dog uh and as we know that did not happen four games later <laughs> two years <laughs> Two years four, and four games. <laughs> four games played professionally. Four games. One, two, and two. Uh, Trey Lance has, man, he's been replaced. So he went from, quote, unquote, being the next big thing to this year, literally just like a couple weeks ago, getting getting replaced at, through summer training by Sam Darnold as the number two spot. And then getting just traded. That's yeah. it. He couldn't even he couldn't even keep that third string spot. So I had heard I was at work and I was talking about like, hey, you know, I think it's you know sucks to be Trey Lance. Like obviously, if you're not completing passes in training camp, not looking good for you. Stinks to be number three, but if he stays ready, you know, we can assume that Sam Darnold's gonna 
you know, when his name gets called, you know, Brock Freddie gets hurt or sits out a game, Sam Donald goes in, throws five interceptions. Trey Lance is going to be the guy to step up and he's going to have his chance. And as long as he's ready and in shape and, you know, knows his plays, he'll be good to go. Uh, that's, that's not even the case. He's yeah. He's gone. Yeah. And I'm Max, I, I can't help but think about how the 49ers botched almost every stage of Trey Lance's career or that just that decision making it like it's borderline fireable what John Lynch and <laughs> Kyle Shanahan put that team through and how they continue to win throughout of it throughout all of it is insane right so it's like they made one of the most like if for any other team they're firing the coach of GM because this is a back-breaking you have to restart type of rebuild type of move like start from scratch but because the team around Trey Lance and the team around the quarterback was so good, they were able to flip, like, like turn on a dime and use Brock Purdy basically in the same system and have him now turn into the starter. Your Mr. Irrelevant pick is now the starter, right? So, which is crazy. 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 When we talk about his career, right? You traded up to get him, they traded a, a haul of picks. <laughs> to get him right or like four or five picks to get him right and when we talk about the the picks what they turned into when miami got those picks one of them turned into tyree kill yeah one of them the turned into, yeah. yeah one of them turned into bradley chubb linebacker star and then the other one turned into jalen waddle so yeah. you gave up a ton of capital to get this guy who you believed is the quarterback of the future you didn't play him a lot in that first year. Obviously, you, he was very raw coming out of North Dakota State. So he sat behind Jimmy G. Jimmy G gets hurt. He starts a couple games. And then, okay, fine. Like, that was the first season, right? Then, the coming into 2022... It's that quarterback controversy of oh, are they they have Jimmy G on contract for one more year? What are they gonna do? Right. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, right? And then they Kyle Shanahan keeps playing with the media, playing with the media. You we don't we don't know. And then he finally says, Boom, we're gonna go with Trey Lance. Trey but Lance. we're gonna keep Jimmy G on the roster. Well, thank God they did. Thank God. Yeah. And so when they kept Jimmy G on the roster, everyone was like, Whoa, so you're not gonna trade this guy? Like, this guy's in the last year of his deal. Like well, you're, yeah. you're going to pay him all that money. And then, you know, it was just like this media game. Like Jimmy G is like, you know, he's like, you know, I do what Kyle Shanahan says. And then Kyle Shanahan's kind of talking weirdly about Jimmy G. And like, it's like, oh, it's great to be a leader. But like, we needed to move in a different direction. Like almost like they moved on from him, but he's still on the team. It was very weird. Jimmy G at the end of rumor at the end of 2021 was basically thinking, like he told the media basically that he was not going to come back. He had told the media, he was like, after that playoff loss, he was like, I don't know, like, you know, thank you media for, you know, all your support and all this stuff. He was basically talking like he was going to leave. So that they went through that whole situation. Trey Lance gets hurt, right? He pops his ankle in the second game. Uh, that, that, yeah. And then, that, well, I mean, that was it. And so that, that to me, that injury was a game changer, right? Because I, I said, okay, well, he's out for this season. Maybe he'll come back. But clearly, he, he did not. Like, I mean, the reports from training camp, training camp, 
was that like this guy was just throwing interceptions and just like missing targets. He, he so looked awful from what I read. Yeah. Awful. Awful. I didn't, I didn't watch any of it. So I can't like confirm with my eyes. Right. Right. What insiders are saying is that like they, they, they were happy to go with Brock Purdy and that's the thing. So they brought Sam Darnold up and we're like, yeah, he's got the number two spot. Trey can't even hang on for that. It's wow. insane. And so Trey going to the Cowboys. Ugh. For a fourth I mean, round pick too. So like, think of how much you gave up to to get him, and then, oh how the mighty have fallen! You have to you only get a fourth round pick out of. I think they were lucky to get a fourth round. I pick think they next. were lucky. That's that's honestly the Cowboys. I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah, <laughs> I think they were lucky. Like that's insane. And you look too. It, it, they're not. They're he's not gonna you know usurp Prescott. No, but do you, but the people are talking about it like is it gonna be a fresh start. Do you think that? Hello? Well, so do you think that he can learn anything? Like, do you think that Dak Prescott's going to be a good kind of mentor to him in this in this uh, Cowboys offense and kind of give him a fresh start, maybe for a starting spot in the future? Or do you think that like it's it's over for him? How how would how would he not learn from Jimmy G, the disciple of football Jesus, aka Tom Brady? Mm. How would Jimmy G? And maybe maybe it's who he is as a person. Maybe he's not a good you know leader. Role maybe he's not a good teacher. Maybe, yeah. maybe Dak will be better. Uh, but from a from a football standpoint, I, I think Dak will be fine. But how could he not pick that some stuff up from Jimmy G and the whole 49ers staff? Right? It's like the 49ers are a you know flawed but complete franchise. Yeah, it doesn't make sense why he wouldn't be able to find success there. I yeah I I don't I agree that like he kind of had it all laid out for him, and I think those comments about him being really raw ended up being ended up being, but with, with the Cowboys, (laughs) with the Cowboys, he's in a position like he's, he is going to watch somebody that plays like him, right? Mobile steps outside the pocket can, you know, can run a, you know, can run a bootleg. He's not like the most accurate quarterback in the world, but he's a good quarterback. Like I think we can say he's a solid starting quarterback in Dak Prescott. Oh yeah, Um, yeah, totally. So like, I think I think he can he can learn from that. I don't know if it'll be enough to be a starter, but when you think about, I always bring it back to New England, right? Because we're in a position where we have quarterback, like we have this, like do, is Mac Jones a guy? And then you know, is Bailey Zappi the right backup? Like, do you think more teams should have gone like should have gone after Trey Lance and kind of used him as like a reclamation project? Do you think nope. New England should have gone after him? I heard nope. the Lions were in on him. Nope. So you think you think it would it would have been a tough decision I, 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 for all these guys? I yeah. think it would have been a tough decision for all the teams. And again, like the Cowboys didn't really have anybody, so hmm. for them it's like okay, sure, we'll give you a fourth. You know, we'll sit on it. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Not feeling good about him, but Trey. I yeah. think that leads us kind of you know talking about Sam Darnold and Trey Lance. But that yeah. leads us into a game that we're going to play today. So folks, strap in, buckle up, get out your knives and your forks. We're going to dive into the meat and the potatoes of this podcast. And we're gonna uh, we're gonna play a game. We're gonna have some fun starting things off. So, Shrek, can you explain the rules of this game for everybody? Yes, absolutely. In the in the mode of thinking about bust QBs, right? And who, who <laughs> no. would we consider a bust QB? Um, I know that's a that's a very that's a term used a lot recently, but kind of giving it that blanket term, I've compiled. Uh, from 2011 to 2021, so that decade. So I think from I think 
the earliest we can tell if someone is going to be a bust or is on the track of being a bust is a couple of years ago. You can't tell anyone from last year. And obviously you can't tell anybody um, in the current draft that haven't played yet that they're a bust. So I give them two, maybe three years, but I wanted to include Trey Lance in this com- uh, in this conversation with this game. So when we talk about um, franchise QB bus, so these are players that I've found that were picked between one and three of their respective drafts for the past, for the, for that decade. I want us to rank who we think. How, how, so I want us to rank from best to worst of these seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven QBs. Okay, Max. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm going to read them out loud and then we'll go through this. We'll do it together. We'll do a one list together. Okay. Okay. So 2012, Robert Griffin, the third 2014, Blake Bortles 2015, Marcus Mariota 2016, Carson Wentz 2017, Mitch Trubisky 2020, Sam Darnold and 2021, Trey Lance. So now it's our job to go from best to worst of those seven QBs. Who do you got as who do you got as your best QB? Oh, who's group? my best? Well, well yeah. so and 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 we're saying best is like the biggest bust. Uh, best no, than, no, no. Like you're best going of the worst. Yeah. Okay, the best of the worst. Okay, so we're go, we're going top down. We're saying we're like, going top down. Yeah, I, we're I, saying I want like, to Lord, Lord have mercy. I'm a GM, and I have to have one of these guys. Who am I going to go with? Yeah, we got we got to reel the people in with the with the worst of the worst at the end. We can't. We got to save that for the end. Yeah. Okay. Um, Who you got? I'm gonna go. So the best of the worst to me is Carson Wentz. Really? Okay. Yes. So I'm gonna tell you the criteria that I'm looking at. Okay. I'm looking at touchdowns to interception ratio, okay. win loss ratio, completion percentage. Then I'm looking at because again these guys all have a varying degree of games, right? But I'm mm-hmm. looking at averages, uh, which is more important to me, right? I'm looking at like you know yards versus attempts. Um, you know, total yards is not as important, but I'm looking at percentage, win loss, and touchdown to interception. So I am going to go with Carson Wentz, right? This is a guy who was tenured with Philadelphia for quite some time. He is technically a Super Bowl champion. Um, t- technically speaking, <laughs> and he's had he's had a solid career. He is 46, 45, and one. Okay. So about dead even. He is 62% completion percentage. Uh, he has thrown way more 151 touchdowns in his career to 66 interceptions and as we go down the list we're going to see that that is a very good number very good ratio um so i'm going to that that's going to be my guy do you disagree i do i think uh i'm going to go with robert griffin the third um and i think that's because yeah so he was he was rookie of the year his first year he had a um he made the pro bowl in his rookie year I think he had a full year. He so he, that was a that was a full year for him, and then um, and then obviously the team wasn't good after that. And then he and then you know you got the injury concerns, um, but he had two really good years. You know, over three thousand yards passing. Um, he had twenty touchdowns the first year. He had sixteen the second year. He had a bad inter- uh, touchdown interception ratio. But I think as a mobile quarterback, someone that you'd want to see in this current game. I think RG three is that kind of prototype. If you were to stay healthy, of um, of what you want to see. Well, well, I think with Carson Wentz, Max, he had a good like. I think it was like, I think he played like eleven games, 
and he was on an MVP track for those 11 games in 2017. And then, <laughs> and then he tore his ACL, and then he was never he the same since. He played 13 games. He played 13 games. He was never the same oh, since. Boy. He was never the same since. Indy was, still got a, still into got Philly was awful. That last year in, in Philly was awful. I know, but the year prior to that, he had his best yardage out of any year. He threw 4,000 yards. In 2018? 2019. That's two years after the Super Bowl. I mean, this is, you know. Okay, you make a good argument. Right? And you go you go to his year in um, on the Colts, he threw 3,500 yards. Not as good on the Commanders last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think he's a guy that can show up and is pretty, pretty consistent. I mean, these, like I said, these guys are all pretty bad. But if I had to pick somebody, because to me, the RG3, you're like, oh, he had a good first two years. Cool. A lot of guys do. He completely fell off a cliff. And after that, he He was hot buns. And he still was in the league for, what, after his injury in 2015, four more years of just complete hot garbage. Yeah, but but at the end of the day, he was a backup. uh, But when he was a starter, I think – well, right. And he so did that, well. He got sacked. Yeah. He got sacked. So this is a sack numbers. He got sacked 30 times the first year, 38 oh. the second year, and 33 the third year in Washington. So like, <laughs> so like he had an awful line. And and obviously, you know, he, he couldn't withstand uh, a bunch of that pressure as well. So it was like, yeah, we're talking about the, the best of the worst. But I think when I think of that quarterback, I like, I like RG3 there. I'm not saying that Wentz isn't, the worst of the worst, but I'm gonna put him a step down. You so would you put him at number two? Yeah, I got him at number two. Okay, okay, so that's fine. I mean, I personally put I put RG three a little bit lower, but I can okay. respect your list and I respect okay. your argument. Had he maintained his performance, yeah, those first few years throughout his career, sure. But I'm looking at I think again you got to think about what what qualifies a bust, falling off. Zion Williamson had one good one 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 in quotes good good is a loose term year, but I think but I think with the with the falling off that means you were up right so like we got to figure out which is the best up and I think oh, that's why we're thinking about okay. the oh so you're thinking of that because yeah I'm thinking about who had the best uh, up yeah and so he, Pro Bowl season offensive rookie of the year arguable I know Andrew Luck was, was playing but you know he got the accolade he had a great year that first year. Um, and they weren't, they went nine and six too. So I don't know. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about all that, but, um, but yeah, who you got at number two. So I got Wentz. So this is my second best. Okay. Uh, yeah. my, my, my second best would be probably touch my biscuits. Mitch Trubisky. Ooh, okay. Okay. Uh, is going to be number again. I'm looking at 68 touchdowns throughout his career, 43 interceptions. So not as good as Wentz, but fine. Winning record, which is important to me, and a lot of yeah. games that he started, a winning record, and a decent, you know, sixty-four percent completion percentage. That's good. He's in mid mid to high sixties throughout his career. Yeah, that's that, I mean, solid. That, I mean, that's a guy who can get the ball in the hands of his receivers. I think. You know? I think he, he's a he's a bust as a franchise QB, which is what we yes. I've labeled this at. But yes. as a quarterback, if he was a starter on your team. I, I think you could do worse. You could do worse. I think you could do Chicago, worse. Like, Chicago has done worse. Yes. Oh, <laughs> we know about their history. Yeah. But like 2018 was a good year. He had, he threw 24 touchdowns that year. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like he threw 24 touchdowns and then he went 11 and 3. 3,200 yards. Right. And that yeah. was the year. That was the year of the, the double doink, right? Wasn't that the double doink year? 
when they made the was playoffs. That or was that 2019? It was one of those years. It was one of those oh, years. But but um, Cody Parkey, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> I think I think yeah, I think that in and of itself, he needs to be one of your top three for the best of the worst. I that's that's uh, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna put Titch Mabisky and I, uh, as as my number two. But what about you? And you, I, I mean, yeah, you have so, Carson, Carson. And I have Carson Wentz. And so the so number three, I don't have to talk about it. It's Mr. Bisky in this. Mr. One, Bisky. So. Okay. Yeah. So so it's simple. So you are just really rating RG three up higher yeah i think i think i'm rating that potential i'm putting that potential in there as well like of like man this is a guy that like if he played now and he was healthy they would he'd be another number one pick like this is where the game is going and he had that good year he showed in 2012 that you can have a good year from that that standpoint um you know that post michael vick era Mm -hmm. so i you know that's where i would go i'm i may be weighing heavily too much on the the potential but that's where i'm at so who you got mm. who you got at number three? So number three, I've got. Uh, I'm going to say Marcus Mariota is going to be number three. Oh, okay. So it was. I was looking at. You know, we've got Sam Darnold, Marcus Mariota, very similar stat wise. Uh, obviously, Mariota has not been really relevant. He came back. You know, this year, this past year for Atlanta. That mm-hmm. was cool. Didn't it wasn't phenomenal. Yeah, it didn't go that great. Yeah. He wasn't god awful. No, no, he no. He kept him in the hunt times, but And he kept him in the hunt until the end where they just lost like four in a row and then kind of shot their hopes. But Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. But was, yeah, I mean eight. Good, eh. good quarterback. He made the playoffs once, right? I believe so. Um, um no, twice. He made the playoffs twice? Okay. 20, 2017 and twenty nineteen. Okay. Uh, 2019. No, 2017. No, 2019. Yeah, so 2019 right. was when he got uh, benched for Tannehill, right? He was, yeah. So, so, so him, yeah. Yeah, so 20, 2017 was that one. And then, um, and then, yeah, I mean, he was a decent quarterback. I can't, I can't lie. Like, as a, as a starter, he went three that's and nine the first year. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's, eight, eight, he's seven, not yeah. as good to me as Titch Mabisky or Carson Wentz, but he's fine. And, like, if I have to put somebody in the middle, do I want Marcus Mariota leading my team? No. But if I had to have somebody and I, I lost the other three guys, the other two guys, I'm going with him. And and, and he gave you – he was a big body that gave you rushing, right? We, I remember him running off like an 80-yard uh, rushing touchdown like early in his career. Um, and so he gave you that like he was big, but he was yeah. he was fast. He had, so. he had four rushing touchdowns this past year. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. So like I'll you can it. still he can still give you some of that like gadget QB like goal line stuff like he's big. Yeah. So um. So yeah, I don't I don't hate that. So that's your number. It'd be my number three. Three. Okay. So I'll go to my number four because I had Trubisky. I am going to put. Wait, you had. I had Trubisky as my number three. Number three. Oh, so then, yeah, then who's number four? Yep. So my number four is going to be, oh, this might be, this might be a hot take, but I'm going to put Blake Bortles in number four. No way. Okay. And this is why. And this is why. No. He, no. He, he, he could throw it, man. I know he was, I know he sucked and he had no accuracy, but he was like, dude, he could chuck it. Like, no. if you look at his, if you look at his yardage numbers no. and he didn't, and that no. one year they made the playoffs. 
They no. all Max. I know they had a really good defense. I know, I know they, they had an insane won. defense, but they almost beat the Patriots if it wasn't for Tom Brady and Danny Amendola. Like, you know what I mean? Like they that was close. Like they no. almost beat the Pats. Yeah, I do remember that year. That year was insane. So like, you know what I mean? Like I know they had an insane no. defense with Boye no. and Ramsey and Calais Campbell. I know that. I know that. I know that. But he didn't. He didn't screw it up. They won games and they made they made it that far in the AFC Championship no game. Way, they made an AFC no, Championship game. They, his first two or years, was it, it was, got was it an AFC fifty times a piece. Okay, this accuracy mean, is god awful. He couldn't break sixty for his first three years, and then he's just been in the league for no reason. Like 2019, 2020, 2021, he was just there, moving around. Nobody was playing him. <laughs> Why, Trey? Why? Had, no, he had, he had, his record. 24 and 49. I know, I know. The record is bad, but he threw he he had a four thousand almost a four thousand five hundred yard passing season. He had thirty-five touchdowns. I know he had eighteen interceptions, but he had thirty-five touchdowns in twenty fifteen. Right. And then twenty sixteen, all close to four thousand yards. Twenty seventeen, thirty six hundred yards. Though, it doesn't mean anything. That's the whole point. Right. You had thirty-five touchdowns, but that didn't contribute to winning. No. So so how about in 2016 when he had a, a completion percentage of 60%, 36 87 yards, 21 touchdowns. They made I think they made the AFC Championship game, right? Or they made the divisional at least. Yeah. No, they made the yeah, they made the AFC Championship game where they lost to the Pats. I don't know, Max. I no other quarterback on this list has gone that far, have they? I, that doesn't no. Like you can't like Lance hurt. Well, okay. No. They made the AFC Championship game. He didn't screw it up. That gives you points. I would say so. I think. I think. No, I'm looking at a career, Shrey. If if I have one good year and the rest is just like dumpster fire. But who had the most success, baby? No. But when we're when we're working on so little, you got to think about the success. Carson Wentz should be your number one. Okay, but he he didn't put. He but he didn't play when it counted the most. He was hurt. Oh my Nick god! Bowles. But he still he still helped them with that. He was still okay. Fine. Yeah, he won games, but so did Blake Bortles. But then he played the whole season and made it to the AFC Championship game. He made it to the fourth quarter. He made he was a quarter of way from making a Super Bowl. Max, think how insane I've that had is. Enough. I've had enough. Think how insane that is. No, Max. I've had enough. Blake Bortles is dog do. <laughs> I know it's. No a, I know it's a hot take, you but that's can't say this. Think of that. He You're was a quarter t- away. He no. was twelve minutes away. That's what you would. You would compare Blake Bortles to Marcus Mariota. That would be your number four spot. No way. That's my number four. No. Well, my number four is Sam Darnold, then Blake Bortles. Well, actually, it's Sam Darnold, then Robert Griffin, then Blake Bortles. Okay, so that was what did you run off right there? So well, I I did four four four. Actually, I'll, I'll switch that. I, you know, because of your argument, you may have convinced me. I'll okay. put RG three up a spot. RG three gets number four for me. Okay, you you convinced me. Had he okay. had the chance, if he didn't get hurt, okay, we could say a what if. Okay. Still a bust. Still a yeah, bust, still, right? Still bust. But yeah. I I hear what you're saying. I I I I'm a reasonable man, Trey. I can I can I can be swayed. Okay, a good okay. argument. Okay, we like that. RG three like gets gets number four. Number five. Sam Darnold, then I go to Blake Bortles. Okay, okay. So you did. So your five was Darnold, and your six was Sam Bortles. Darnold has a better uh, completion percentage by point four. Okay, that means something to me. He has a better uh, win loss 
not by a lot, mm-hmm. but he still has a better win loss. Uh, he has less of a rating, but he has a better, uh, I don't know. He, he just, no, Blake Bortles is not it. Okay. I mean, that's my hot take. Uh, so you rattled off five and six, right? So you had, uh, Darnold, Darnold ben Bortles. and Bortles. So my five and six will be Mariota and then six Darnold. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, and the reason I put Mariota just a little lower is I think I valued the success as a, as a starting QB and he had a good season. They didn't make it past the divisional right in 2017. I think they made the divisional and lost. Oh, they, oh, they won. They won. I mean, that's pretty good. They won. They beat Kansas city, but then they lost uh, against new England. They got crushed. So I don't know. I, I, I put the success in there. Um, decent quarterback. He was never a great passer. Uh, I know he had great completion percentages, but he just didn't throw a lot. Like he just, he just didn't throw for like, he didn't do many, like he no, wasn't like, he, a, he didn't, yeah. He didn't spray it all over the field. He wasn't like a guy that like could hit every level. Like a skunk. Yeah. No, I get yeah. That. Like if you look at his yards, uh, yards game per pass attempt, it's like around seven. You know what I mean? Like he didn't really throw long passes. He yeah. was a good runner, um, but he was never he was never a great like I would say great QB. So that's why I put him there. And okay. then Darnold, man, when you oh my god, he will forever be known as a guy that was seeing ghosts, right? Like <laughs> forever be known. So like so you can just tell. They, I mean, that tells you how bad Trey Lance is. If yeah. San Francisco went out and signed Darnold, yeah, and was like, please, please hang out with us. It's also weird to me too. It's like, we, God, I mean, he got he he was down in Carolina, gets mm. replaced by Baker Mayfield. Makes sense, thank God. Uh, then San, you know, McCaffrey leaves. McCaffrey has a hard time playing next to him, right? I yeah. I, I would argue that they might have been buddies. They might have liked each other, but they just did not work on the field. Yeah, the offense kept sputtering. Take, yeah, sputtering. Then you take McCaffrey out of that situation, moving to San Francisco, and he apparently was part of the reason why they picked up Darnold. He's like, oh yeah, let's pick it up. Did he forget? <laughs> did he forget about those two years? Well, once he knew that he wasn't going to be the starting QB, I think he, they made the relationship a little easier. Oh, right? no, no, just leave him on the bench. Just leave him on the bench. I just want my boys out of here. Yeah, yeah, I just want my boys here. Well, I was going to say, Max, if you remember that first year, that, that Car- or last year, right? It was Carolina. If yeah. you remember, if you remember Carolina, the first couple games, remember he was like rushing. He had he was like on a pace for like a bunch of rushing touchdowns. I think he had like four or five rushing touchdowns in the first two or three weeks. Uh, and people were like, yo, what's going on? Sam Darnold's back. Like the Jets gave up. Like they were, what are they doing? And then they started throwing the ball and people started remembering. <laughs> he, he had like 300 yard passing games and he was oh, going no. off. And then it went down a cliff. It was like the, it, the, it was so steep, that cliff. I think the cliff went backwards. Like it went, it went back in time. Like I think he started thinking he was in a Jets uniform. So that's how bad it got. Like where people were like, yo, he's back. And then within a game or two, gone done and it was like and it's gone from south park like it was and that it's gone. yeah <laughs> and it's gone. no that's and you know it's bad when man like when the jets are like dude we we can't have you do this anymore we can't like they gave him a big rope like they kept putting him out there and i know the offense was bad but he didn't show anything like even if like like with trevor lawrence right he was right, putting you the- can see you're like okay 
you could see the physical nature. You could see that he could throw the ball. The offense and the players around him just did not have a clue. And Urban Meyer just screwed him up. And now you can tell with a good coach and a good system, good players around him, he's thriving, right? So I don't know. Like the Jets always pick like high. They always get good. Like they always get decent players. They always have had a great defense. He should have. He should have. He should have showed something, even if the team was bad. He did not show anything, and mm-hmm. he he just felt like he was not up for that top three pick moment. Like he just like he had like glass eyes the whole year, the whole time he was there, basically. So Dude, crazy, just but, just but, bad. But Max, he's not worse than our consensus. Consensus bust. <laughs> <laughs> worst of the worst. Worst of the worst. <laughs> Oh, dude, rest in peace, Trey Lance, dude. How bad do you ha- how bad how bad do you have to have? I know, like injuries. So you don't even. So you again, you didn't even get a shot your first. Season. He didn't even get no a shot. injuries. Didn't even get a shot. And then you get a shot during training camp to make the best impression. I got. I remember. I just remember Trey. I remember draft night when they drafted him. The hype was insane. They're like, "This is the guy. This is the guy." Well, I'm pretty sure they made it a point of like basic. Like the reports are coming out that like. It was between Mac Jones and Trey Lance, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, right? Because there was a thing of like, if of the five QBs that were picked in that like top 15, Belichick was like, you know what I mean? Like the New England Patriots were going to be like, oh, okay, Mac Jones might slip all the way down to 15, that type of thing, right? But then when the San Francisco rumors of like, oh, they'll pick Mac Jones at three, they're going to pick Mac Jones at three. And then they pick Trey Lance at the end. And they were like, whoa, everyone was kind of like, whoa. I think towards the beginning of that draft, there people thought Mac Jones was going to go at three until basically the draft started. And then you heard, oh, no, it's going to be Trey Lance. So that hype of like, oh, wow, they really think this is the guy, right? Because they're not going with what everyone else thinks they should take. They're going, okay, we traded up for this guy. And then he doesn't make it within two years. He plays four games. He can't even get into a training camp and beat somebody out. Max, I. I, I know it's all I know it's early. I know it's only been two years, but I think we've seen enough. Yeah. Um no, it's it's downright atrocious. Um like I said, you know, I think if you're Trey Lance, you wanna stay ready, you wanna keep training for as long as you have this opportunity. Oh, for right? sure. Yeah. No, it's not given to you, but if you if your your time comes because I think you're going to have one, one really one more shot at it, and you can yeah. kind of perform. It really, because really, all it takes in the NFL, you need like a good game. You need to have like a good week at practice. Then that week, if you perform a little bit, then they're going to give you okay. Hey, let's give them another one. Yeah, let's give they, you just rep. keep like, getting more reps in practice, and then you know they might put you out there for like a for like a play, like a gadget play, and then you're like, oh, they did well with that play. Let's try to add more of him, like. And then you're basically creating your, like, you're basically like reloading your, your highlight reel for another team that, you know what I mean? Everybody gets another shot. We think Sam Darnold was awful. He's got another shot as a starter, right? We, (laughs) Marcus Mariota was a backup uh, after. It's exactly what I'm saying. Exactly. He gets another starting job. So like, like you said, like as you can be bad, but like that. Right. One through three position getting drafted, that stays with you for a while. That gloss stays with you for a while. Of like, oh, he was a top three pick. He was a top three pick. People will continue to give you opportunities. You'll still be on teams. You have to like basically squander every opportunity after this to basically be shut out of the league. It's going to take a while. So I think he's going to get his opportunities. 
I just don't know like how long it'll take. I know we were early, we were too early on Geno Smith, right? Like that was one where everybody got it wrong. But no, so if right he, there. if he, right you know what that's mean? a perfect example. That, I, that's I, his I, best I, case I scenario. And the, and the and the Geno Smith not Geno Smith is a journeyman. That's his best case scenario. Is if he Moved can around, if he can back take up, back up, yeah. But look how long it took Geno Smith. It took him like eight, seven, eight years. Well, to build up eight, that experience that he could get back and then get that opportunity again. Oh, He's got to be ready. Again, remember Geno Smith, big body, right? Trey Lance, six four, two twenty. Okay, big body. You have potential. The the only thing that's a concern is the the, the accuracy in the arm and like well, the no, well, that's the whole the point. Like if you can't yeah. throw the ball, yeah, you'd be a great athlete. And like again, some some of that crap works in college. It does. Yeah, it's a league, man. You're playing against grown men. Max, he didn't even get a lot of time in college, right? Like, no, he. That's he, the thing too. Tw- uh, uh, the year before he was drafted, he played one game. Yeah, and then he got he was hurt with the thumb injury. Was his only season, and for some reason, people are like, oh, he's him, he's him. He had the thumb injury right afterwards, and then he just went yeah, straight to the draft out. after that. Yeah, yep. Or it's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He somehow, still got consideration for. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's gonna be a long road for him. I hope he understands that, like. I don't know what happened. He had a shot, Max. That's the thing, too. It's not like they just cut him after last year. He wasn't, like, injured and they cut him. Then I would give him more slack. He had a full training camp to make an impression, at least be a backup, even if they thought Brock Purdy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if Brock Purdy ever were to not be great anymore or good anymore, he could have gotten that. It would have been the perfect position for him to, like, kind of be on his, like, breathing down his neck. He couldn't take it. So that like that's like the youth and like just maybe thinking like oh I'm the top three pick like I don't know what what he what like goes on in his head but that's gone to him at his young age he's gonna have to grow out of that real quickly if he wants another shot. Hmm. Yep, I agree. I think that's a that's a, that's a brilliant way of saying that there, Shrey. Thank you, thank you. That's I appreciate really it. Good. You know, I'm known for my brilliant material. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I uh, uh, absolutely. So wow, that was a fun game. I like that. So we got pretty much mine is Carson, Carson Wentz, Titch Mabisky, Mariota, RG3, Darnold, Bortles, Trey Lance. And mine is RG3, Wentz, Trubisky, Bortles, Mariota, Darnold, and the worst of the worst is Trey Lance right now. Oof. So they, our lists are a little bit different. I thought they're going to be a little bit more similar, but I like it. Good discussion. Yeah. That was fun. I had fun. Good show. Good show. All right, folks, before we get out of here. We're not going to take too many of your ear and your valuable minutes, but uh, let's talk about, let's see, we've got two quotes from this week uh, and we just want to throw them out to you and we want to discuss them real quick. Uh, we got one from uh, Charles Barkley, a man known for his quotes and his brilliance. And then we got one from Noah Lyles, uh, team USA champion sprinter. Uh, let's go. Noah Lyles first. <laughs> he said, uh, talking about the NBA and he said that he, he, Gets upset when he has to watch the NBA Finals, and when they win, they have world champion on their head. Lyle said, quote, world champion of what? The United States? Question mark? Unquote. I love the U.S. at times, but that ain't the world. That's not the world. We are the world. What do you think about that, Max? (laughs) You want me to go first? 
Uh, yeah, I would like you to go first. Okay. I just I want to I want to I want to shout out every single NBA player that took to <laughs> yeah. Instagram yeah. And, and and Twitter and and X and just absolutely destroy this guy. I want to I want to shout out Aaron Gordon for saying I'm, I'm I'm. What did he say, Max? Do you have his quote? But I think he said like uh, I'm gonna. He said, "Whatever, I'm smoking, buddy, in the 200 meter smoking." <laughs> like, <major."> <laughs> Hell no! <laughs> First of all, Jones, song. Dame, Devin Booker, KD, Udonis Haslam. Yeah, even Man. UD went at him. That's crazy. <laughs> um, a big fan, but gone with that BS, bro. <laughs> can I? Can I? Uh, okay, so my initial thoughts when I saw this were. Is he totally wrong? No. Is he okay? So I think it's all about semantics. It's not about what he said. The NBA think, has the has has a, a a higher distribution of international players than we've ever seen before. So so that's why I'm saying it's semantics. It's like yeah yeah yeah. It's like world champion kind of implies that like other con- like almost like other countries are in your league. Of like teams, like you had a Croatian team, and you we're had doing a, the World Cup or the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, like that. That's when I think of like world champion, like FIBA. Like that, you'd get a like you'd be a world champion, right? When you get a medal. Um, when I think of the NBA, and I think of a league that's based in North America, but has the top international talent, I, I the semantic part of that tells me, okay, best in the world is the way he should have said it. Or like is the way that he should have made that argument. He didn't make that argument. He just argued that they aren't like world champions and that like world shouldn't even be included because it's not like a it's not like a world league. He if he had argued, oh, they're not world champions, but they're the best in the world, then I think most people wouldn't have a had a problem no, with that. Yeah, but, he but argued he, the wrong thing. That's the, that's the semantic part. They're like, oh yeah, the NBA. His his subtext was the NBA isn't the best league in the world. You know, whatever people are taking it as, that is that doesn't make any sense. Well, he's I, tra- I, he's trying to say that like international competition is like or competitions on the international stage are better are like more important or better more important than, than the NBA than like than like a league that only may have than than a league that's only in one country. When he's not taking into account why the best players of the yeah of the best players of the world are in the NBA yeah exactly exactly why does everybody want to get there why is it like one of the most nationally televised no yeah, yeah no. why isn't everyone going to Australia All yeah right. what do you mean yeah let's go to the yeah let's go to the BAL buddy let's go to the <laughs> the, the, the PFL or whatever the isn't it NBL in Australia yeah the NBL NBL yeah, yeah, yeah. BAL is Africa um, yeah but why don't we go to the Euro League bro Euro League yeah. No. And people Enough. do, but and, and when do people do is when they can't make it when into they the can't NBA. Make it in the NBA. <laughs> so like they're the best in the world. Are they the best like saying world. world champions? Do I have a problem with it? No. I don't have a problem with it. I like wouldn't have even thought about it if Noel Lyles didn't bring it up. But if he had argued best in the world versus world champions, I think people would have been like, okay, that's a point. And People probably would have had a problem with it, but not as much as they are right now. He didn't argue that. He just wanted to say that, like, oh, anything based in one country can't be the best in anything. And, like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Doesn't make any sense. Thanks, Noah. Bad take. Boo. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> uh, we also have Charles Barkley. This is also, to me, almost as boneheaded. And I know I'm giving my, <laughs> I'm giving my bias before the quote. But we have uh, Sir Chuck saying, 
quote, as much as I love Steph, as much as I love Steph Curry, I can't do it, Charles. As much as I love Steph Curry, and I love Steph Curry, sus, uh, can you imagine the bad boys beating the hell out of him? Barkley said, uh, if you think he could take those blows that John Sally, Dennis Rodman, Bill Lambier, and those body checks that they were putting on Michael and Scotty and myself and guys like that, you really think Steph Curry wouldn't break? Unquote. Boneheaded. That That's acting on, like Steph Curry, the greatest shooter of all time in the world, would not be shooting outside of the three-point line. He also, too, you realize that, that the NBA, I, I understand it, the, 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 the level of like raw boxing physicality is less, still a physical game. And you got to understand, too, that the skill level that is, is in the NBA right now far surpasses. Like you have bigs that can handle the rock like nobody's business, right? The game is very, very different. Also, also my question is, could John Sally uh... – you know, like the, the big, big men, John, yeah, John Sally, Kevin Willis. I'm thinking of like big men of that era. Could they yeah. catch up to Steph Curry if he played in their era? Like, no. to, and, uh, could they catch up to him to hit him? Like, unless they like were standing in the paint the whole time waiting, waiting. for him to make like a layup. Yeah. D- dude has so much more to his game. Like he has the floaters. He has the mid range. He has the, he obviously has the three and he, he won't even have to go into the paint. That's that so often important. he yeah. could hit like he could hit 35 footers and you're like, like, you know what I mean? Then, okay. John Sally, come out and guard me. And then, he's oh, and then I'm going to walk he's by you. Fucked. You're not in the paint anymore. Yeah. Cut. You know what I mean? Like what? Like that's just such a horrible and argument. Also too, again, we also fail to remember that Steph Curry is one of the hardest working individuals in the league. Oh, right. Unreal. I mean, yeah. This guy has not taken a season off in, in how long. And the fact that he came back from that wrist break so quickly, uh, is still a phenomenal performer. I mean, that he's he's say what you will. He's still a tough player, right? What oh, he's taking his fair share of beatings in the. Oh, in he's the taking paint. his fair yeah. share of, of beatings, right? So, and 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 he's just so smart and shifty and knows how to when and how to get contact, how to avoid it. And like yeah. again, we just forget that he could just pull up. That's the thing. Like he, you, you give him an ounce of space. So unless you're running out to the three point line to try and drop kick him. your argument is invalid. And even if he did get hit, he'd be fine. And then my question is like, so you're telling me like when I think of like, okay, who got beat up a lot as a smaller point guard um, going into the paint? I think of AI, right? Like AI AI was notorious for taking, like taking it to the rim against Shaq, Yao Ming. Right. You know what I mean? Like the, the real Chris Webber, like the big man of that era. And he would fall down and get up. So you're saying that like, Steph Curry, who's a little bit taller than AI, wouldn't be able to fall down and get up. You're saying that like that wouldn't happen. You're, you're and I feel like the, in the eighties, like like other if you're not like Bill Lambier, no one's going out and like punching you in the face going for a layup. I think that's like overstated to be honest. That's that's what I'm saying. You know I mean, right? like yeah, they'll give you the elbow check and stuff like that. But like you, there's got to be like real blood, bad blood there. No one's doing that on every play. Right. Like you watch 80s highlights. They're not doing that, especially Charles. Charles is not beating people up. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like he's going to, but he's not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> unless, it's, unless it's Shaq and he throws a basketball on his head. But um, I don't know. I think that's super overstated. I think if we could say that, like, oh, you only can be like LeBron and this physical specimen, 
to be, oh, okay, now he's built for the 80s. Like, oh. Yeah, you y'all Even had like people still argue they'd be like the brawn wouldn't be able to survive. Like like they had tiny guards. Like so you're saying Muggsy Bogues shouldn't have played 10, 11 years in the league. Oh, or yeah, not a good you know what I mean? Or like or like BJ Armstrong, like this smaller guard wouldn't have existed in the eighties. They had. Like, I don't know. That's the one thing I, I I'm I agree with Charles on a lot of things. This one, I, I can't agree with this one. This is a basketball oh, take. I couldn't agree with them. It's a bad basketball take. Sorry, yeah. Chuck. Sorry, Chuck. That is guaranteed <laughs> to be false. Chuck that one out. Yeah. Chuck that one out. Throw that in the garbage. All right, folks. Well, we had a good laugh today. I had a good laugh. I'm feeling good. We hope you guys are. <laughs> You've been listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I am your host, Max, along with your other host, Trace, and we'll see you next time. Peace.